We're live on tape. You want to talk in that mic? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Podcasting. Yeah. Eric? Yes, sir. How you feeling? I feel, I feel loud. Do I sound loud? Um, I think I'm a little low, actually. I think you're probably good. Okay. Okay. You're a little loud. That's all right. I'm a little NPR today. Mm. A little raspy. Um, m- more raspier than normal, I'd say. Yeah, you look raspy. I, f- I feel well-rested, and everyone's like, yeah, every day I see you, you look shitty. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought today was a good day. I don't know. I, I don't look in the mirror. Well, you've got a weird dichotomy of uh, outfits going on right now. You've got a, a collared button-down shirt. Come on, we keep it professional here, like sports. A bathing center. suit. They don't know what's underneath. The video, the the people on TV watching TV, TV. watching video, they don't know. Bro, I will grab that camera and wing it over here just to prove my my rightness. No, uh, look, we got to keep a professional atmosphere around here, right? <laughs> do we? <laughs> I know. That's the whole reason we do this. I thought. Anything you're working on right now. Right this second? Uh, no. Like, uh, you know, we don't have to take it literal. I'm saying, like, any dad projects, any any work things, anything on your mind. I went camping this weekend. Told you that. Dude, that camper looks awesome. That's a project in itself, right? Oh, the camper is a huge project. Every time it goes out, I have to learn how to do it again. But I'm officially to the point where, like, we can take a hot shower. The shitter doesn't smell like shit. Yes, that was an issue. You take shits on there? Hell yeah. That's the whole point. Oh, man. Dude, that's what I was saying. You bring the kids out. No poos on the RV. (laughs) Dude, no, it's fine. Like, this is a nice. You can't do it with kids. I'm telling you, you'd like it. Or or parents doing cocaine. You're going to shit all the time. Well, that's, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do it off the yellow toilet seat. No, I, I think the camper you saw was probably not mine. Oh. Yeah, the one that that was posted online was like a pop up. Yeah, that's not mine. Oh, mine is a full on walls, the real deal. Didn't mean to offend you. Yeah, well, none of those pop up bitches. Well, I want to hear more about this camper. Yeah, let's get into the show with your favorite part at the intro. Fuck. Let's get a hotty toddy going. Hey, sweat equity, you ready? Bounce. Let's do this. Huh? What? What? Huh? Hi. Toddy. God almighty. I tried to time it out with that jam, man. It's like when you get a good jam, hotty toddy is way over the top. And then when you get... Uh, a slow burner. It's it's th- it takes my energy, but the hotty toddy sucks. So that's good. It's yeah, like a takeaway. Yeah, it's it's a give and take. Yeah, I'm glad those improv classes are working out mm-hmm. with a lot of yes ending <laughs> of the show. Uh, that's the only thing I don't yes and. Everything else, I'm in. It's that 95 percent pessimism score. It's you, it's it got in your dome, and then it's just it's like when uh, people uh, people close to me. I get an argument, they say you're a contrarian, and I say, well, not in this situation, which is a contrarian statement. It's like when, uh, hey, you're being really defensive, and it's like, 
I'm not being defensive. <laughs> and you know that kind of like that loop you get in with an argument. Yeah, you like, can't say yes. You can't right. You can't say anything really. So yeah. I just be quiet most yeah. of the time. Anyway, uh, is that what you're telling me to do? That camper. On the podcast. It's been a project. I wanted to talk about projects. I want to talk about how to n- avoid scope creep. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are victims of scope creep. It's a term that I don't know. Uh, I barely have heard it. I think it's starting to catch on a little bit more. That's because you're so far away. You're up in them trees with a scope perving on people. Like You can't hear what they're saying, but they're calling you a scope creep. <laughs> yeah, or peeping Tom. Yep. Either way. Yep. If you need to use it as a... Uh, that kind of noun that works it's 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 a multi-tool kind of uh uh phrase but scope creep is when in the gig economy too you know we're we're getting more and more people in this freelancer atmosphere everybody's got a side gig it's kind of why we do this podcast a little bit to kind of impart any information that we know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i'm going to tease that the one thing i wanted to uh, get to before we get into that stuff is I'm thinking this show the way we format it might be we should maybe flip it up we're already thinking about it anyway yeah I want I'm thinking more and holler if you hear me um, more of like a love line for businessy kind of uh, so that kind of format where we can get people to call in or we talk can talk about your STDs that you got from your secretary uh, HR person Whoever gave you the STDs? That we were talking about. You went. You went in a different way. I. Just, I. I like that. Uh, yeah, I like that. Well, office romance always. Yeah. Inter, inter, intraperson, uh, intrapersonal relationships mm-hmm. in the work atmosphere. Because we're experts now. No, but I mean, look, we get a lot of startup people asking questions. A lot of, uh, a lot of kids. A lot of people younger than us. Millennials, we're at the upper crust of that age group. Accent on the crust. We're the crustiest <laughs> of that. Uh, but I, I feel like I've been trying to figure out how to get all these questions and be thoughtful to write them down for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Of, I'd say probably I get ten a week of just, just people I randomly talk to or friends or. Um, you know, prospective clients and stuff that I'm, I just I'm bad about writing it down for this. But I think if we can figure out a format eventually to have a consistent time where we do this, that we can promote taking calls live or FaceTimes or any Ooh. of that, uh, I think, and we'll have friends probably call in. Yes. You know? um, I, I we can hope. S- well, we, like friends of the program, we can set it up yeah. like Rob Cressy. Uh, who I was supposed to get on here last episode. Oh, yeah. Um, he's my brother from another mother, does what we do up in Chicago. And um, I'm sure he would call in if he was just farting around Chicago on a lunch break, you know? Sure. I mean, just, so you, you want to try and do live? Uh, why not just do... No, we just have a standard time, and we can promote that time. And people can call in, because it's more fun to talk to people and ask follow-up questions than... No, with the the fallback is we can just get questions emailed or, or yeah, or I was gonna say to us or whatever. What about like a, a pre-recorded party line? We thing? can do both. You know what I'm talking about? Where you leave like a, a voicemail. The producer side of me is gonna say the showrunner side of me says, 
look, in the beginning, we're not going to have a whole hour of people calling in. So, you know, we can have those backup questions there. We can answer them anyway. Yeah, I'll just end up getting under the desk and doing all my voices. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Sweet. Hey, guys, uh, wanting to do a startup for a you, septic tank company. I don't know. You are the Michael Winslow <laughs> of business <laughs> comedy <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> so... I'm thinking that's where my head's at. It's just kind of spitballing. I wanted to do it on air because I, I think it's interesting to see the creative process for anybody that listens consistently. Um, so that's an idea. You guys tell me if that's shitty or not. Uh, you guys tweet us, whatever, hit us up. For us, it sounds like it would be a lot of work. It'd be hard to do. I I think it's just like anything. I think it, it's it's gonna be it feels like a lot of work but i bet if we actually because we're gonna improve this podcast no matter what um either there's an opportunity that's been in the holding period in purgatory for a while or you know we just kind of have to we have to step up our game yes continuous improvements super important or else we're just gonna get flat and Mm -hmm. we're not gonna get better you know yeah and the whole idea of this podcast is to Dispense advice. We got to start taking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Got real emotional on you. Jeez. Jesus Christ. Just think about all the work I got to do. What are you going to do? Figure out the phone line. How do you get a phone call in on the internet now? Jeez. Oh, my God. What a pain in my ass. I've, I've done it before uh, BE, before Eric. <laughs> <laughs> we got a landline in here. We can uh, we can get an ISD line uh, if we want to do better interviews of maybe other podcasts Ooh. that are like have that at their studio. Yeah, well, that's that's really good for uh, streaming for one thing. I think. Yeah. Right. We can do that. It's like super high speed. Or is that, like am I thinking of something different? No, it's like designated line, but uh, for phone calls and video, it it like doesn't have as much like uh, white noise, like. Uh, chatter uh, yeah right? I gotcha. break. what happens with this sometimes it'll glitch from the internet because we're mm-hmm. u- a we're using bluetooth and then b uh it's wired from an apple airport which is like an extender that goes into the camera which is good it helps the strength but it's not is it bluetooth i thought it was wi-fi I bluetooth I, on that ipad oh from the ipad to the yeah, camera you're directing from there you are directing or is it just doing it yeah, 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 I'm directing. Uh huh. I haven't seen your hand move to touch I'm it. Doing it with my mind. <laughs> on your game. All right, I want to hear about the camper. This seems like a huge thing you've been working on, uh, to the point where I'm like, what, <laughs> "Well, the, what's what, what's going on today?" <laughs> no, it's really good. the camper is it's good now. I got it all. I had there's a lot of stuff to learn. First of all, manuals for campers are horrible. Now, YouTube how-to videos for campers, there's some gold there. I think man- the the manuals for anything now are just there for legal purposes. Right. Yeah, no no, you YouTube has has been solid on this thing. I mean, it's there's guys out there that just like I think it's a bunch of like guys who run camper shops that are sick of answering and explaining the same thing over and over again. No, kind of no, like us. We no, we've we've done that for clients. Yeah. And um Pretty much every little, uh, the good thing is, is there's not a lot of, uh, they break it down like as, as little as it can go, like stupid, stupid, yeah. where it's just like, oh, thank God they did, they did <laughs> go over that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, man, the, uh, the camper, 
now that I have it under control and I know how to get a hot shower and, you know, get the burners working and, and all that stuff. And we got all the supplies in there that you need for the most part. So it's not like a huge packing deal every time, you know. What, what's the make model of it? It's a Jayco something or other. BH number. I only remember BH for butthole, of course. Yeah, it's not going to um, do it. But uh, I you wasn't know, even questioning. That. It's like, <laughs> yeah. obviously. And then the numbers, I just go by sports. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's like a one eighty four B H. It's twenty three fifty six. All right, Michael Jordan, Hardy Nickerson. Okay, cool. There you go. Yeah. yeah, that's how. That's my way of remembering stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then I like, and then I daydream about them hanging out. I'm like, what would they talk about? And then that'll help me even because my ADD is still yeah rocking. Would they talk about? Probably not a Hardy lot. Hardy would just smile. A lot with the fake teeth, Did my, the, uh, the veneers. Didn't he get? Didn't he have braces? Yeah, but then he's got like these. I don't know. He's got the Matt Dillon and something yeah. about Mary. <laughs> the chicklets. Yeah, yeah. So what do you want to know about the camper? I mean, it's, it's pretty straightforward. At the, uh, it's it's a depreciating asset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, unless it's one of those old school ones, which I thought it was, but uh, an Airstream. Uh, well, Airstreams I think have value like that. Yeah. Right? Like, but I, I, think I don't they think last it's forever. limited to that. No, I don't know uh, about depreciation on campers. I assume they depreciate. They have to. They have tires. Well, I'm saying like I don't know if there is because it's half home, half <laughs> car. So it's like, yeah. is it a thing that can appreciate? Can you put stuff into it, mm. or is it like a boat, and it's just like whatever you just always fix it? I I think they just kind of decided that everything that can move is going to depreciate. Yeah. Anything that moves for some reason. Well, it's just wear and tear. Yeah. It, it's going to happen. But it's like a, a house appreciates. Some cars can appreciate if they're in that. Yeah, if they're old mem- enough. Memorabilia or have something unique to them. Yeah. I feel like the camper community, those older ones, right? It's an older one. No, it's brand oh, new. I keep thinking it's that. No, picture. it's not. The I, other one is that that one. That one's a little bit older, but um, I don't know. Campers are weird. It's like you forget that like there's not a complete. There's somewhat of an assembly line, I would assume, but there's a lot of just like nailed together pieces of wood where people are just figuring that shit out that day. Where it's just like, oh man, like this is just. That's how I would build this camper from dude, the, when you start looking at the uh, all the workings. Dude, I didn't realize I was on a uh, RV for three months doing a stand-up tour when I was 25, uh, and we got one of the comics was from Seattle and had like a, a sign company, and somehow was able to pull together. He was like, "I'll take care of the RV. I think I can get one up here. I think I'm gonna buy one for the trip instead of us being in a car." And um, and then I'll wrap it. I'll do the wrapping on it, dude. I think the only thing that kept that RV together is like an '88 something Winnebago something. Uh, I don't remember the brand, but I think the only thing that kept it together was the wrap. Because <laughs> I felt towards the end of the thing, I was like, "What if we tip over in this <laughs> while we're going?" Wait. And then I started feeling the walls like this thing's like styrofoam. Oh, they're all jankety. Yeah, dude, they're all weird. Like, I think uh, it's just build it as cheap as you can. (laughs) When I mean, you want to get a good deal, but the big, the expensive ones are like the RV RV where you drive the whole thing. Yeah. 
But see, I like the camper because you can drop it and I have a car. Yeah. Go around do say, you know, if you have a camper or an RV, you have to tow a car. No, the badasses, they put like one of those like mini dirt bikey kind of things on the back. Mini Cooper? Out you of can the, do and that. Then it poops I mean, out a little tiny car. Yeah, there's no real good system, I don't think. But yeah. Uh, I, I, look, I like the camper life. I like the RV life. Yeah. No, it's important. It's important to go out and be able to, because it's good because you can focus on just this this thing. Like, it's enough dad what? shit I got to do. Well, make sl- sure we don't all die. Like, you slacked over. I didn't have internet. I was like, that's probably good for you. That Like, for real, yeah. that's, like, good, I think, to disconnect like that. You're better about that than I am, but it's still, like, I was, I was like, proud that you're, like, happy for you. Yeah. You were able to, like, go out there and not be on your phone the whole time and all that stuff. Yeah. A lot of these campgrounds will advertise that they got Wi-Fi. Really? <laughs> they well, might guess, as well not. Well, I mean, I get I, I get it, but it, it's hard. Don't give us that choice. That's We're here right. to not do that, but... You know, you're supposed to be bored. That's what I told my kids. They kept complaining. This is boring. I'm like, that's what you're supposed to be bored and figure out stuff to do. Like, you need, you need a deadline for that. Yes. You're not, uh, you're not bored. You're boring. Oh yeah. yeah. We say that all the time. Yeah. yeah. There's no, there's no such thing as bored. Um, there's only boring people. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to be in the future. Like with kids, because once the smartphones happen, it's literally like you, you can have something to do at all times. Yeah. There, there really shouldn't be boredom then. I mean, but that, now actually. But it's, boredom's a good thing. I feel like that got me into, like, it makes you get into hobbies and it makes you get into stuff that you normally wouldn't have, right? Well, you're not going to be creative if you're doing something exactly. other than that. Yeah. Creation comes from boredom, kind of, you know, or a lack of thinking about something else. Do, I mean, to talk about the RV trip again when we were on tour, it was like, we're so fucking bored because mm-hmm. we we had like a we had a Wi-Fi hotspot, but this is 2010, <laughs> 20, and so you could get it every now and again. But when we started getting into Idaho and Montana and shit, it's like that thing we can't get any cell reception. Yeah, you might as well be on Mars. Well, we had to kind of work whenever we had Wi-Fi because I had to, I was shocking. I was doing all the nerd stuff and promoting. I'd be calling. I'd be uh, emailing newspapers like, hey, we're coming to town. Can we get some press? Mm-hmm. Doing all that that sweat equity. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but I I think like being bored on that in the in the RV, eventually we're like, well, let's try to do something productive while we're here. That's the adult version mm-hmm. when you're bored. Well, I mean, for our, for comics, you know, that's when, that's you, when you, get, yeah, you that's when you get some good stuff. Yeah, you need to like... You need to be sitting at the airport where you can't really do anything. Yeah. You need you, to be observing. Or stuck at the car rental place or just just be a, kind of a dope and just like, you just kind of sit there. Experience. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're on your phone all the time, you can't really do comic comedy about what you saw on your phone. I mean, you could, but it's, you know, everybody's going to be doing. I to- I, dude, I totally believe that's that because I'm doing so much, I haven't been writing nearly as much plus you can also make time to write that's the other part yeah anyway uh scope creep and i creep yeah we should call it screep no no i don't like it i don't like that i don't like it either i didn't like it when it came out you almost wrote it down now i saw you screep i'll write it down and then scratch it out don't say that 
don't. I'll put equals with the slash through it. Old school style. Do not say that. Yeah, you got any uh, scree- so, uh strategies to avoid? Yeah, this is good for life. This is good for business. It's basic. I wish someone uh, made me take a knee and, base, and made me listen to how to project manage, like how to kind of contextualize it, you know? Yeah. I think a big mistake that a lot of people do is you just start getting into something. Or you don't start at all. How about that? Mm-hmm. Let's back up. But a lot of people, when they start getting into the project, they didn't really take 20 minutes to plan something. It might save you oodles of time. Oh, right? yeah. Big time. Um, but the way to contextualize it, and I obsess with this now because all our all our work is mostly project-based. Even if they're on retainer and it's ongoing services we're doing, the bigger stuff within that retainer we're doing, they're, they're project-based. Right. There's a there's a beginning, middle, and end. So think of every project that way. So just break it into threes. That's huge, mm-hmm. right? But let's start with the... Uh, I, I, I'm going to try to speak to the freelancer kind of people out there. I don't remember. Do we kind of explain what we meant by scope creep? It's when you get fucked... When, like you're a graphic designer, every everybody's got that graphic designer friends that that uh, that decrees they're overworked and mm-hmm. they're underpaid for what they're doing, but they didn't. It's because they didn't set the principles, the the terms, right? And they didn't stick to it, right? That's the big thing, mm-hmm. right? So, graphic designers, I think, are my number one person that bitches about this because they're not good at that. They believe. They're told they're artists, so they're not. They don't think they can make this other part work. Yeah, you know, or improve it, or video. I mean, you're in the video world a lot, and that it happens there yeah. all the time. Any, I mean, web design too. You know, sure, it's all the, anything, anything creative, creative, really, other than stand up comedy. No comedy. I mean, comedy can have that for sure. Well, like you work on a. Let's say you're working on a set, and you can just kind of let that. Just you can either not work on it and go up. Where you can just like here and there never never really attack it. Like you have to set a goal. Yeah. Or benchmark. Yeah, parameters. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna work on twenty new minutes by the end of August. Mm-hmm. Right? That should be a goal of mine. Twenty tight minutes. That means I gotta write probably about forty five uh decent and then whittle it down. A lot of dick jokes. A lot of dick jokes and how do you sprinkle them in? without having too many sprinkled dicks everywhere. Yeah. You know? Um, but scope creep happens all the time. It happens in your li- real life. The camper could be an example of it if you were like, I need to get it to working functionality, and then there's fucking shower issue. Oh, well, we had scope creep. Uh, we agreed to do dinner the first night because we were with a bunch of other people. So there's your date. That's your goal date. Right. Right? So we brought a bunch of stuff for dinner that night and uh, assumed other people would too. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, shit, this is all we got. And it was like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's... You guys are creeping on our scope. Just now. <laughs> you know? And then it's like, okay, you could get into starting making dinner for everybody else. And it's like... Ugh. How to set parameters, guys. Any building, down. any building always has this, right? They get scope creep. Uh, any house that's being built or or or, or uh, commercial building, mm-hmm. there's always scope creep. Like it's like, yeah, 
what day is that going to be on? That's going to be open? Oh, yeah? Okay, we'll see. Because you people don't allot time for, like, those incidentals, right? Right. Like you, you, this Y'all's example of the dinner is, like, eh, that's more, like, social, like, just kind of narcissism. Than yeah. That, I think y'all's fault, really. But if there was a behavior of the friends that you're hanging out with and they don't bring much to the potluck dinners, you know? Yeah. Eh, you could be like, we could have played, we could have brought more. I was thinking more like uh, if you start helping people in a certain way without, you know, th- people start to expect things a certain way, you know, where it's like, oh, well, let's do, just do that a little bit extra. So that, just do that a little bit extra. That's, you that's know? what happens, yeah. So like, uh, and <laughs> Jesus, we, I mean, we do it only because sometimes it depends on your position, right? So maybe you you agree to a job, a gig, and, but you're working your way up and you're kind of getting your foot in the door. We, you got to go in the mindset that we had a client like this recently where we knew we were going to like deal with this. Yes. And I can't say too much because there's NDA stuff and all that. But um, I think y- you were on the project, so you kn- you're going to mm. – it's one of a few. It was the first thing that popped Okay, up. so <laughs> the thing about that is like, you know, we knew going into it, but we wanted to – do this project and really wanted to do it to get this under our belt yeah. right it was something different it was mm-hmm. something new and so and it, it would get us to a different cachet a different level of professionalism yes that's more of the goal for us than it was the cash or uh you know labor yeah or setting or making sure that we weren't going to get screwed over sort of like we were just kind of like okay we'll just go with it and you know so we can get it under our belt it's like can you do this little change can you do this little change so here here i'll kind of direct this over the camera a little bit but the biggest thing you can do is i'd say two things you plan it out you set the terms and you have to in the beginning when you're not good at this like i wasn't i wasn't good about this and now i'm like ocd about it Mm -hmm. and i'm still I still need to get better at it is you set the terms, right? It's in the contract. If you're, if you're a person that does contracts, um, here in creative, you need to set like rounds of design, right? Rounds of editing, whatever you want to call it. There needs to be simple rounds, right? And that's that phases one, two, three, beginning, middle, end. It's always easy to just start with. You got three revisions. Um, it's on this date. It's on this date and this date. Here are the times that we can go over these. If we're on our game, we'll send it three days before. You look at it. You make your notes. Then we'll meet. Um, and uh, and you have to like be so like yeah. regimented because if you don't have that, then uh, if it's l- your contract is only as good as it is tight. Mm-hmm. And so if though if if your time, like the dates and uh, and labor, all that stuff, and the cost aren't on there. Those are easy to put in, right? Yeah. Because you're going to have to do it anyway, right? Yeah. So always add some fat time to that. You know, hey, th- if I had nothing else going on, this would take me three weeks, but I've got a lot of stuff going on. So figure out that labor calendar, grid it out. Mm-hmm. If you're doing like, if you're really trying to be a full-time freelancer, this is how I do it. Grid it, grid out all your work hours and do a 30-hour week because stuff's going to pop up. There's going to be stuff you don't know. 
But when they ask for a change, go. You can only ask for a revision at this uh, round. Yeah. On this date. So part of that is peppering them with a reminder. Hey, a week, a week or two ahead of that date, the round of revisions. Hey, just want to remind you, you know, get some ideas going. Uh, because they're not thinking of you and that project usually. A company yeah, they isn't. want they want their website or they want their thing done. Yeah, let's just use a website for example. It's easy. Um, so they they want they don't know what they want a lot of the time because that's not their world. Right. So the better you explain it on the beginning, which is a lot more work, but it makes the, the it, whatever you can trim down in questions and drilling down what it is. Yeah. Into a proposal, the easier the project gets. Yeah, the more information you can gather at the beginning, like what might you be interested in for this, this, you know, that sort of thing. Like, we, like one thing we've been sitting on is branding. We we should have a questionnaire that has a conditional logic to it. We have one that's almost like a psych test. Yeah. That I I can look at and go, okay, I know, I think I know what they do. But we should have a visual like, what style is a logo? The same logo in eight different styles. Yeah. Do you like uh, hand drawn? Do you like flat shadow? hipster whatever that would trim down a lot of fat for us and we we should do that in the future yeah it's it goes back to the like planning if you can come up with forms and and get as much quantifiable information where it's like okay well if you need this these things it's time stamped yeah and you have it by then uh, whatever time then boom you're good you know but it's when all these other things pop in where it's like, oh, well, I wanted to do this special animation thing. It's yeah. like, okay, well, that's, you know, that's a lot of work for us, you know, and, and then it's like, what do you do then? Then do you renegotiate the contract? Do you, so, you know, so you, you should do a work order change anytime there's any small change. Mm -hmm. The hard part when you are a freelancer, you're on your own. We got we got a squad. But when you're, you're doing your own thing, you're that WordPress developer that's doing it on the side after work or, you know, or you're just a kid that's trying to be that guy, be a real pro at it. And you're w learning. You don't know this part. And th this is the biggest thing I can kind of tell the audience is like the work order change. You have to be strict about it and you have to po You have to like posture this in the beginning because you have to talk out of two sides of your mouth. If you're the one man show, mm -hmm. right? You have to be the strict project manager an administrative side, client service side, the client service facing the fun, like let's, oh, here's all the ideas, let get get them all fired up, mm -hmm. um, be the male cheerleader. I call it for for me. You, you know, just said cheerleader, but um, yeah, the Rams are gonna get two male cheerleaders. Are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's progress. Um, so, uh, I I like getting enthusiastic about it. It's really hard for me to. Because I'm not that super disciplined, strict um, when it comes to – it's hard to do both. I can do both. I can do one or the other. It's really hard it, to, ha to have that marriage of both without yeah. being a dick. Well, work order change is kind of a miniature little conflict situation where it's like, all right, well, this is – you know, it's not the best thing that you want to talk about. The client's not going to want to hear work order right. change because so, that means money for them. So just like them. you said, I was like, why does this make me feel gross – I, it shouldn't. I, I should feel confident in the work we do. So right. That was number one. After you get some time under your belt, you, you guys can fake it till you make it if you're not there. And I'm specifically talking to the freelancers that feel like they're a little r lost. I feel like uh, once I had a lot of work under my belt, 
that, you know, I felt more confident and like, no, this is how it goes. Yeah. The other part, like you're saying is like, why, why does this feel icky? And mm-hmm. that's on me. That was a psych thing where I need to work on conflict. You know, I, I avoid conflict. Cause it's just like, I don't more, not cause I don't, you can't argue. It's, it's just more laziness. It's energy. It's <laughs> like, dude, right. it's like fucking a lot I'll of energy. In, I'll get into it. Right. Yeah. I just like, I don't want to obsess over that argument. Yeah. Because you're going to want to have good <laughs> good and points. I, I like and you're do it good. Yeah. yeah, you want to do a good job, so you're going to think about it. I so. get into lawyer mode, though, and I will be like, no, this is the detail. This is what we sign. You sign the contract. and But now you get into this so strict, and you're almost too emotional, me, meaning me, that like I'd be like, that's look, it's right there. It's in the details. I don't know how to make this any clearer. It's in the contract. I can't help it if you didn't read it, which is bullshit, too, because it's like, who reads terms and conditions on it? iTunes, mm-hmm. but we, I do walk people through everything. Yeah. Quality, cost, delivery. So this is that, that's, those are the three things we've only talked about two. The hard part is the quality, right? Yeah. So when they call you on a quality, how do you do that? It's defining quality in the beginning. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not saying it's easy by any means. What is, how do you define quality of website design? Right. You know, uh, I, the best way to do it is position it against what you think is the most advanced in in your life, right? So uh, call it, you need to t- make a term for it, something like, okay, let's do a price sheet with, you know, three options, right? Yeah. Small, medium, large, this is what we're going to be doing, right? And we need to package this. So let's call it website design just to stick with that example, medium and then large. And you guys have seen this with any app you sign up for. It'll give you like the options to uh, sign up. Any of those subscription packages. You're going to see more and more of those. Right. It's, it's going to be the model. So I, I'm trying to figure out how our subscription commitment plans are called. Um, I mean, our, our retainers are called subscription. Instead, uh, it's uh. because that's just... It's easier. It doesn't feel like a lawyer retainer. Yeah. And then, um, and it feels like we do more than just the services, right? You have us as a retainer, like to be that. You subscribe to us. But you're subscribing to more than just that, (laughs) right? Because we do do a lot more. We'll send extra credit stuff. Yeah. As we call it. So small, medium, large. So you go, how do I, how do I take website design and, and define quality? Right. So just. It's like rule of threes breaking into three. Yeah. So you, do you tell them to go out and find the worst website that they can think of in their industry? So I mean, you break it down by uh, just start getting like. First off, you can always look at other people's stuff, like yeah. how they how they have their pricing online, right? And just kind of go, oh, okay. So this guy makes a list, and on the on the most advanced side, he has responsive. Right, so all websites are responsive now. Basically, mm-hmm. if you're going to create one, if you, a lot of people upsell for that. Well, I'm not going to get into that, but uh, that should be standard. SSL, uh, most websites do also that. Also standard. That's the HTTPS. So you'd have that in every bucket, right, across the line, mm-hmm. on three columns, um, and then what's that next thing? Oh, optimized images. We'll make sure it opens and. 
you, you start creating these qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. Opens in under three seconds yeah, that's on mobile, good. on a and feature that's phone. And that's something else we would do. Right. Whereas if they're not part of the uh, medium subscription plan, then uh, you got to bring us those images yourself if you want them optimize. Uh, you know, you got to optimize them yourself. But the easy, the easiest, uh, the easiest one to do is that revisions round. So if mm-hmm. you choose a small package, you only get one. Yeah. All the features could be the same almost. Yeah. But the rounds of revision, you get one shot at that, right? Or do you want to do that? Now you now sales strategy, you pretty much want them to choose the middle one. Mm-hmm. Most people when they see three options, I think they choose the middle one. I think that's the psych behind it. Yeah. Let me usually. Look that up. Well, I I hope that's it because I've been saying that for a while. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it, it works. Well, usually lot. sales is top down selling. Well, but it's you make the shit. What a lot of people do is they, they make the basic free plan the shittiest shit. Mm-hmm. They make they show what this thing is that the advance is mm-hmm. like. Ooh, this can sync with all your teams and other people and all you know like all these badass features. And then the middle one's like. It's just a little bit better than the small, but by positioning it, it's got that middle, one thing that you need right. that everybody needs. It's like, oh, you do, yeah, well, you need to get the middle one. Then I'm sorry. So this this is how you have to set this up in the planning side, so that when you walk into the meeting, you have defined qualifiers, right, mm-hmm. uh, for the creative. And if I already hear creative, any creative person listening to this, like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about, because you have that ego, right? You think you're doing it differently. You're not. You probably like you're if you're listening to this and for advice, you're probably not doing it differently. No. Then the re- you're not Banksy, right? Like you're not the you're master. You're not reinventing the wheel. Yeah, you're not the master creative you think you are. And, and if you are, tell us what you're doing because that would be groundbreaking. We'll have you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Gladly. But yeah. break you break it down into groups. That's the easiest thing and then kind of specify that a little bit more. yeah you're let's uh let's go app developer app ux ui user interface user experience those are kind of like the really good ones are expensive as shit same yeah with, same with website designers yeah um the really good ones they know like in that advanced bucket golden ratio that's mm-hmm. uh that's the what is it fabinici sequence F- fibonacci yeah from uh to re, yeah, it's, uh, from Da Vinci Code, most people know it because yeah. it's, it's in that book. Or nature, in it's general. in nature, but it's I'm like, saying like most yeah. people remember, like it has, it's like a um, what's the shell? Yeah, the Nautilus shell. Yes, 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 yes. It's like yeah, it's like a one point six something or other number. Anyways, the, the Twitter bird has it in their logo. Yeah, the the Apple logo. It's naturally cool. pleasing to the eye mm-hmm. for design. So like idea. that that's advanced stuff that you can do for design that you might put in a fourth one that's like custom. Here's some of the things we can do: golden yep. ratio, that kind of stuff. Endless rounds of design if you if you bear, but that's. Whatever you charge, you have to realize they have to know that there's a per hour, you know, for everything custom, all that stuff. Right. So to summarize, all right, every project is quality, quality score, figure out a score, right? Uh, Speed, or in business school books, they'll say delivery, um, which is confusing to me because I'm thinking Amazon. 
every time I read that. Yeah. Um, and cost is always the thing that you're trying to figure out in a meeting. Because when you're talking to someone, quality is almost always, um, if you if you put like a scale it's always or a scorecard, it's always going to be high in the client's head. They never, they're like, I never, I don't want a low quality. Yeah. So we got to figure out how to not call it quality. Yeah. Right. It can be efficiency, creative or design something, Yeah. something they can understand. I want yeah. three buckets. You there's call it, you can rate from one to 10 and you only get 24. Ooh, yeah. Drops I like in that. There. So, so we're figuring out which one is most important. Right. Yeah. It, it kind of creates it's like leveling up your character in a video game or something when you get you earn some points you can put it towards whatever you want yeah it, XP. exactly like you're making a player in madden yeah and you're like all right i'm gonna make him 99 in speed mm-hmm. but I, i'm gonna give him throwing of like 47 because right. i ran out of points and then i'm just gonna run the ball and you got michael vick <laughs> pretty much <laughs> uh that was like his rating yeah so like I'm thinking about how to do that mathematically. That makes sense. Do you do 21, 24, maybe an odd number, 23 uh, out of 30? But I want to see what they value the most because those are the three constraints of projects. Yeah. Always. And the odd number is good because it's a tiebreaker. Right. Yeah. So you call. always have at least a second. Because, yeah, if it's place. all eights, then it sucks. <laughs> so I would say even if, even if you're doing a project at the house, I've started to really do this now. We've got stuff we moved into our place two months ago and we still have stuff in boxes and it's annoying me and it's perturbing me it's making me angry dad mad and so i go dad i I started just creating dates i go look we're gonna have these boxes they're either gonna be goodwill (laughs) i'm gonna give choices i'm gonna give ultimatums they're they're not gonna be in this spot where they've been for two months in the box you know by this time and tell you what the dog was the only one paying attention the, the dog oh yeah well, I was like, just like, ah, ah, ah. Uh, All right. I made my dog pee. He got so scared. But I, uh, <laughs> I, I was like, and for that, while you're doing that, I'm going to organize the, all the tools, all the, all that stuff, get a pegboard. Yeah. Like we've got in the office now. Keep talking about this pegboard. He's really excited about it. I am trying to get fired up about organizing because it's not my natural thing. Yeah. You know, and it, a lot of it's because I'm always in a hurry. Yeah. And I don't like that life. It goes back to the putting the work in the beginning. Putting the w- Quit putting it off. Planning. Um, state of routine. So I'm going to go back to summarizing. Quality, cost, delivery, right? Mm-hmm. Figure out those terms. Make qualifiers for that quality part. Um, and then if there's going to be a change. If if it's a digital service or graphic graphic service, there's almost always going to be an extra something, right? So mm. plan for that in the cost. Um, figure out what you're worth is another thing. What's your this this is going to get more complex, and this is why I saved this part to the end. What's your bill rate versus uh, versus your cost rate? I was just going to say I always go back to the. Uh, the the automotive mechanic uh, books that they have where they say all right to replace a transmission on this this car is normally charged uh, this many hours of labor it's like if you can do that for what your your industry is or whatever if you could figure out 
something ahead of time. Say, listen, okay, if you want this, this is what it's going to cost you later on down the road, whatever. And you can agree to it. That's that's nice to be able to have that to refer to rather than every time being like, all right, now I got to track my time, figure out how long it took me, then go back and say, okay, well, now can so, you pay me this? So, yeah, a lot of people just look at like two businesses that are competitors and go, okay, I'm better than that one and I'm not as good as that one. I'll put, I'll just... I'll uh, kind of figure out what my, my yeah. price is in the middle. That's not, that's important market research. That's what that is. Do a lot more than just two. Like you should always be doing it really. If you're mm-hmm. a service, if, if any, anything you offer is a service. So the transmission, there's labor, there's labor. And then sometimes there's extra, there's a lot of cost of like buying equipment. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, that's considered you, separate, you know, all any sort of materials. Right, right, right. But I'm saying, like, you still have to account for that cash flow um, mm-hmm. yeah. that's sucked up. Because if, you, if you're doing, like, transmissions and you're buying, or you just have to buy engines, things that are high-cost items right, that yeah. you're waiting to get paid on. Yeah. That, you know, until the thing's done, that is an issue. Yeah. But, like, uh, just for a straight-up service industry, and I used to be good at this, too, as being very diligent about getting that uh, spreadsheet of all competitors for each service you do and it can be local, it can be online mm-hmm. and just keep marking that. But they, you have to figure out how to make the qualifiers equal each other. Right. So in order to do it, you have to qualify that quality. Yeah. But again, that's, that's the work ahead of time where it's like, man, if you can, if you have that laid out and then can refer to it, it's it saves you so many headaches if you can figure out a way to factor it into a contract too that's nice it's and same thing for at home you have goals for your garage right i want to i'm going to organize this what does that mean let's define it right and i'm going to do it by when yeah you know all right uh, i have a month because i i know i have saturday mornings uh, you know everybody goes and does something else and that that i know i have that time and so it's that thing of like, you know, it gets easier. This probably this probably overwhelms some creatives. However, that part, it get all this stuff you can kind of uh, now I can do it like on the fly. Right. Everything gets easier in terms of your brain power that you're using thinking about it. Yeah, just know? more reps. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, look, if you were confused by this. Uh, send us uh, send us questions. I want more engagement somehow. Yeah, with with the people out there, we're gonna step up our game. You and I got to do a strategy session to kind of figure out how do we take this to the next level. The show, mm-hmm. um, it's going well, but we, we're complicit in its uh, just it's okay. Yeah, no, no, it's we haven't efforted the yeah. way we could. We didn't you do know. a sponsor, so we should end on that. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, I got I got so excited about uh, camper talk. I forgot to bring up uh, Grasshopper. Yeah, the entrepreneur's phone line. Grasshopper, you can add an app on your phone. It'll create that second line. I said su- I suggest this is in the copy, and we don't have the copy in front of us because I want just that good. Well, I want it to be real. Yeah. You know, you know, it's real, all right. Well, uh, look, if someone was trying to sell mustard gas as a sponsor, I'd say no. I'd say no. We're not selling. We are not hawking. That. You know what? We're putting our foot down. <laughs> we're we're not about uh, chemical warfare. Not this time, guys. So, uh, 
Grasshopper, look, if you're running your own business and you don't have a legit phone line, you're a total jabroni. Yes. And uh, if you do one of the ones where you have AT&T and you try to get two lines on your phone, I can't remember why, but for some reason it, it's not, it can't compartmentalize. Yeah. Like Grasshopper, you'll know it's a Grasshopper call for business uh, and you'll know when your personal phone rings. It's scalable. You can add phone numbers uh, as you go. So you can have your one main one in the beginning. And if you, you need to add more and more, if you needed, if you're going to do business development, uh, we could add another line for you, but you don't like people. So nope. uh, we're not going to do that. Don't call me. But it's a virtual phone system and uh, you can cut out of it at any time. Like a subscription model, you will see the pricing sheet on there. But on that pricing sheet, what you don't see is uh, is our discount because you got to hit the URL, trygrasshopper.com slash sweat. Like Key Sweat. Yeah, Keith that's Urban. how that's how that's how we were so good. Yes. Fifty bucks and off. Look, that's an eighth of weed. In a lot of places. Now you got my attention. There you go. Save an eighth of weed, fifty dollars off when they sign up only using trygrasshopper.com slash sweat. Now we we have uh, friends of the program that go, hey, we signed up for Grasshopper. We didn't get a discount, but we're out, we're on there. Like, well, we didn't get any credit. So yeah, um, so nobody's happy. It's a win win if you use the the fifty dollars off code, uh, but you can only use our URL trygrasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Yeah, and if you're friends with us, just call us on your regular phone, and we'll help. Yeah, you you're gonna be like, what it. is that? I don't want to look up the iTunes. Yeah, I'm too lazy to do that. So you can hit us up. Hit us, we're on social media, all of them. I'm not even going to list them. We're on all of them. All of them. Sweat, sweatequitypod.com. We got that. Yeah. We still haven't got done some anything. Ideas. I got some ideas there. <laughs> Patreon. Patreon. I haven't done shit for that either, but that's that's the next level shit that we need to do. Yeah. That's Patreon is, I think, is legit that uh, we need to get on there and figure it out. So the first step, uh, borrowing from this, uh, whoop, from oh, this... Uh. That was my from I did this that. episode. Was my voice, Michael <laughs> yeah, you Winslow. Are, you are Michael Winslow. Uh, is we got to plan out when to have a planning meeting. That's what we'll do after this. Yeah, we'll do it later. All right. Woo.